0: Uh, Jeremiah chapter seventeen, uh, verse uh, seven. Is that right? Verse seven says, "Blesses the man who trusts in the Lord, and whose trust is the Lord, for he will be he will be like a tree planted by the water, that extends its roots by the by a stream, and it will not fear when the heat." Comes, but it but its leaf will be green, and it will not be anxious in a year of drought, nor ceased to yield fruit. I want to talk about this morning six benefits of trusting God. Six benefits of trusting God. Go for it. Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. You got to trust God. Amen. Amen. Uh, In life, thank you, ushers. In life, you will come to a crossroad where you'll have to make tough decisions. For instance, where will you live? Uh, Where will you work? Who will your friends be? Who will you marry? Amen. And the list goes on. But I believe that the most important of all of these is who will you trust? I believe that when distrust comes into the picture or into a relationship, you ever been there? Have you ever been in a relationship where you couldn't trust the person that you were with? Amen. And it went from suspicion to obsession. Lord have mercy. Every time you thought about them, you're wondering where they at. Amen. That can be very, amen. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm trying to see if y'all with me today. That, that can be a mess. I'm gonna put it like that. Let me let me I'm gonna be clean today. That, that's, that can be a mess. When, when you're always suspicious, where that neg- I mean, where that brother at? Amen. What he doing? Why, why I ain't answering my calls? Trust can mess you up, y'all. I believe that. I believe that distrust doesn't happen overnight either. I believe that it develops progressively. And if you don't know, there are stages to distrust. Here it is. It goes from doubt to suspicion to anxiety to fear and then self protection. The reason we amen we want to trust people is because we don't want we want to be vulnerable with them. Amen. And we want to be able to say, you know what, I trust you so much. Amen. That I'm willing to be vulnerable. I'm willing to share my deepest secrets with you. I'm willing to lay my life in your hands. Do I have anybody? But can I tell you something? Trust is the cord that holds two peoples together. Trust is the cord that holds the relationship together. And when it's severed, disconnection occurs. Have you ever noticed your relationship with God lately? Sometimes we struggle with trusting God. And the reason why we struggle is because things may not be working out the way that we want it to work out. I believe that in most relationships, we want things to be a certain kind of way. But I remember when I married my wife, she said, I'm grown. Amen. Y'all ain't trying to hit me. You know, I tried to control the situation. But she said, I'm grown. And I had to I had to let that marinate for a minute because as men, we want to con- See, y'all don't want to preach. It's Memorial Day weekend. Can y'all preach with me? Now here's how you're gonna preach with me. Just say amen, y'all. Just amen. Pastor preach that thing. Amen. For real. You know what I mean? And so the thing about men is that we like to control. We love control. I don't care what you say. We like to control things. Amen. We like to run things. And I found out after 20 years, the only thing I run in my house is my mouth. Yesterday, it had been about a year and maybe two years, I actually ran the washing machine. Because that's off limits to me. Amen. I I don't even get to touch the washing machine or the dryer. Amen. And so the thing about us is that we like to control things. And I believe that with God sometimes we try to control and manipulate the relationship. We want the relationship to be, amen, uh, a certain kind of way. And maybe that's why you feel a sense of disconnect. Because it's either you're going to trust God or you're not. I think I feel my help. Amen. Trusting God, though, is different because it's trusting someone you don't see. Now, in this series, Go For It, amen, I've talked about fear. I've talked about timing. I've talked about this is your time. Amen. And and listen, we have four quarters in life and if you don't maximize the time that you have now, you may miss an opportunity come on somebody to do something so amazing that watch this that it will blow your mind. Because the God we serve is not limited. And 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 so what happens to us, saints? You know, sometimes we we don't trust God with our careers. We don't trust Him with our relationships. We can't trust Him at school and home. And and oftentimes we take matters back into our own hands. One of the issues that Jeremiah is writing to. Jeremiah was what's called the weeping prophet. Jeremiah was so. Uh, hurt behind what God's people had done, he was always crying. Boy, be quiet. <laughs> you know what I mean? He was always crying, but he was crying out of concern, y'all. And, and one of the things that that Jeremiah was dealing with here, he was ge- dealing with the fact that the people in, watch this, in chapter 16, right? He, here's, here's the thing that really messes me up, Right? You got to know when God's presence has departed the building. I don't know if you know about God's presence, but there's something about when God's presence is not in a place. And, And there's something about when you don't have God's presence in your life. In chapter 16, God had departed from them. In chapter 17 now, Jeremiah gets down to the issue. And the issue that they were having is that, look at verse 1 of chapter chapter 17. He says that the sin of Judah is written down with an iron stylus. You thought stylus just came out yesterday. God, Ben had a stylus and an apple pen. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Amen. Tell your name, everything is in the Bible. And there's nothing new under the sun. God had his stylus. He said, listen, they had a stylus. Look at verse, two. look what it says. He says, an iron stylus with a diamond point. And it, engra- it is engraved upon what? the the You want me to say? It? You have a tablet in your heart. Amen. And he says, he says the tablet of their heart and on the horns of their altars, right? In other words, what he was saying is the reason that Judah had had departed from God is because their sins were so engraved in their hearts. It was engraved in their hearts that it was difficult for them to trust God. Can I help somebody with something? If sin gets engraved in you, It's going to be real hard. Oh, I wish I had somebody to trust God. If you keep compromising your purity, compromising your integrity, compromising your God, it's going to be real hard. And a lot of people struggle with why God is doing this to me. Why my life is turning out like that. The issue isn't God. The issue is probably maybe somehow, I don't know, it's in your heart. And if your heart is not right, come on somebody, before God, it's going to be real hard to trust the same one that you want to help you to get through whatever you're going through. Do I have a witness? It's amazing how we somehow misconstrue God with everybody else. And I want to tell somebody today, you may have some trust issues because you've done had some bad relationships. But I want to tell you something about the God we serve. The God we serve is faithful. The God we serve is powerful. The God we serve is amazing. Do I have anybody here this morning that understands what I'm talking about? I'm not trying to emotionalize you. I'm trying for you to go back in the recesses of your mind and think back to, oh, how good he's been to you. Do I have a witness? Listen, you may have fallen, but guess what? You can get back up. The thing about God is he's a God of a second chance and another chance and another chance after that chance. And then you could go right back to the second chance and he'll give you another chance after that. And I know I've messed up many a times. Amen. But God has been so good to me that when I think back to how he's, what he's brought me through, I'm encouraged today to say I can trust him. Can I ask you a question? Do you have anything in your life that points to God that shows you that he's been oh so good? See, what happens to people, saints, is that their heart starts turning and then they start questioning. You know what I found out too? It's hard to help a person, right? Right? When they have stuff in this is how I've been all my life. I ain't never gonna change. I'm too old to change. We've been been, been doing this a long time like this, Pastor. <laughs> That's ebonics twice. See, if you get stuck to the point in your life where you don't think you can change, then it's going to be real hard for you to trust God with your change. Lord, have mercy. And can I tell somebody something? He's a God that can change you. He's a God that can metamorphosize your life. He's a God, amen, that's faithful enough, amen, that no matter what you're facing right now, he can and will turn it around. Do I have anybody? See, see, the heart is the issue. I've had a lot of people tell me, Pastor, you don't understand. You know, you don't understand. And what it sounds like is distrust. Now, if you have distrust with God, then there's a disconnection that causes you to look at your situation and you won't have no hope. Amen. But I thank God that I've learned that God will allow things and what God allows, I accept because the Bible says this, it says that his mercies are new every morning. And the fact of the matter of fact, the fact of matter of fact is that I thank God that I got some mercy today because I don't even deserve what I have now because of how great he is. So I want to give you six benefits. Watch this. You can't, listen, there are a lot of us that are trying to do bigger things. How many want to do some bigger things? Maybe. maybe. I saw that little one finger, you like, maybe. Come on, you got to raise your standard now. Come on now, you got to, come on now, we we on the other side of the mountain now, boo. You, come on, baby. I know you hurt, but you got to get over that thing so you can keep moving. Amen. Now, I'm talking to you for real now, okay? For real now. For real, for real. Amen. Watch this. Watch this. On the other side of the hurt, amen, there's victory. Amen. Because you had to go through the hurt in order to appreciate the victory. Because without the hurt, you would keep making the same. Over and over, and over, and over again. But watch this. We're talking about going for it. No matter what the cost is. Lord, have mercy. I'm going to testify about that later. Watch this. No matter what the cost is, you're willing to step out on God. Amen. I'm going to get to faith later. But before I get to faith, I had to talk about trust. And I believe that most of us are having a trust issue with God. Amen. Amen. So the six benefits, let me hurry up. Look what he says in verse 17, chapter 17, verse 7. He says, blesses the man. Now this is going to mess you up right here. Watch this. Blesses the man who trusts in the Lord. Right? And whose trust is the Lord. You see it? You see it? You see where I'm going with this? Now, when you look it up in the Hebrew, there are two different words for trust. Now, the first word for the one who trusts in the Lord has to do with a feeling. I, f- I feel like I trust you. You know, I you you don't look suspect to me. So I, I feel like I can I'm not sure if I can trust you. And this is how we approach God. You know what I mean? Ah, you know, you, eh, till I get to them passages, Benny, hey, amen, that I struggle with, right? You know, I'm like, ah, God's a little suspect. Can I tell somebody something? Can I say this to you today? For real? You're basing all your trust on feelings. Feelings change. All depends on what time of the month. I mean, all depends on what time of the year it is. Am I right about it? I live in a house with four women and a girl dog. So I know all about it. Sometimes I got the I got the audacity to catch an attitude too. The Bible said the two shall be one. I'm like, dang. Dang. He says, who's made the Lord his what? Feeling. But he says in the text, text says, what does it say? And what? Whose trust is the Lord. The second word for the trust, for that word trust, watch this. It's a state of being. Lord. So I'm not just feeling like I'm trusting. Listen, it's who I am. It, listen, the word carries the idea of confidence. Watch this, and security. So, so listen, it, it could be a business. Uh, it could be a career move. Amen. It could be a, a relationship move. It, I mean, I'm just saying, it, it, it could be whatever you're going for. You gotta be able to not just feel like you're trusting God. You gotta actually be trusting God. And you gotta have a sense of security that God is faithful to His word. He says, He didn't say unhappy is the person who trusts in the Lord, but He says what? Blessed. And that word, blessed in the Hebrew, it literally means to be happy. I don't know about you. Amen. But but happiness is not predicated on circumstances, but happiness in this passage, amen, watch this, is predicated on how much I feel, but how much I know that I trust him. And so the first benefit is this. The first thing is this, that you will be, uh, I'm going for it. But I feel a sense of security. I feel a sense of, amen, of enjoyment already. Because I know who my trust is in. And somebody here, you've been trusting that man. You've been trusting that job. You've been trusting that situation. You've been trying to figure it out. But I want to tell you something. That's why you are on an emotional roller coaster going up one week because he feel good or she feel good. Amen. And then next week you're down because they have you, amen, on an emotional ride. He says, whose trust is the Lord. And I want to say to somebody here today, if you make him the source and the object of your trust, you will have a sense of security. Listen, we just made a big move. Amen. But I want to tell I was scared, man. I was super duper scared. I had to preach on fear to get over fear. Yeah. <laughs> I had to preach my way out of that thing. Amen. You had to listen your way out of it. I had to preach it. <laughs> but watch this. But but when I went and I we did what we were supposed to do, right, I felt a sense of security. And and listen, in the back of my mind, I'm saying, man, I don't know how I can do this, man. I, I don't know how I can do this. I, man, this, I'm, I'm saying a lot of us play it safe. We do what we can do. Listen. If you only do what you can accomplish, that ain't God. How do you know? How do you know, amen, that you are trusting God if you don't attempt something bigger than where you are right now? So the first thing is you feel a sense of, you feel what? We will be what? You'll be secure. You feel a sense of security, right? Look what he goes on to say. Now what he does, he illustrates now what this looks like. Look at verse eight. He says, "For he will be like." Notice what he says now. He he illustrates that we will be the person who has made the Lord their what trust will be like a tree planted by the what. Now, let me help. Let me let me break it down for you. This ain't just any kind of tree. So when the writer was writing. Right? So in the Hebrew language, Hebrew is full of pictures. That's what the writer, when the writer writes, and sometimes in the Greek language you'll see different pictures, right? I think I showed y'all some pictures yesterday, but watch this. The picture here, watch this, this is going to mess you up. He says, He will be like a tree planted by the water. Jeremiah is talking about the desert. You wouldn't know that if you didn't study. But what he's talking about is an oasis. Lord have mercy. Let me introduce you to the word oasis. An oasis is, amen, in a desert there is water. And you can only find few of these around the continent, around the world. So Jeremiah says that even while you're in the desert, you're trusting God. You will be planted by the oasis. Somebody here, you need an oasis. Somebody here this morning, you need a transplant. Amen. And the only way that you're going to be transplanted is if you trust God. Because you are in the desert, but you're not planted in the right spot. He says the one who trusts God will be like the person, amen, who is at an oasis. A, watch washes, a fertile spot in the desert where water is found. I wish I had somebody. Listen, it can also be a peaceful area or period in the midst of difficulties. And somebody here this morning, I want to encourage you. That God wants to plant you, amen, in the right spot. So not only will you be secure, But the second thing is, you will be what? Strong. Amen. Here's what I see. If you're planted by the oasis, amen, and God puts you there, you will be strong enough to handle whatever that may come with the decision that you made to step out on faith. I want to talk to somebody here this morning who oftentimes you feel weak. It's because, amen, that you have not found, amen, strength in trusting God. When you're trusting God, amen, you won't find it in the bottle. You won't find it in the pills. You won't find it in the pipe. Amen. You won't find it at the strip club. I mean, at the club. You won't find it in money. You won't find it in any of that because those things are temporary. But the God you serve will give you the strength because of where you're planted. I thank God for the imagery. The fact that in the middle of a desert, do you know the likelihood of finding an oasis is one in one billion? Amen. But I thank God that the one who trusts God will not have to go look for water because you will be planted by the water. He says he will be like a tree who watches who's planted what by the water. And look what he says next. He says that extends its roots by what? Stream. Not only will you be strong, but you'll be stable. A lot of us don't have stability because we don't trust God. That's all that is. That's why we're jumping from one opportunity to the next, one apartment to the next apartment, to the next house to this, next car. You only keep the car for three months, then you got to get another one. Amen. No stability. Amen. But when you're trusting God, you, that's why we jump from church Amen. to church. Oh, he didn't preach good this Sunday. And then you go to that next church and he said the same thing that you heard last Sunday, and you got to come right back. Hey, can I help somebody? I don't know what you're looking for in the church, but if the word ain't there, then you need to move around. But if the word is there, then you ought to thank God that he has planted you in his house. Now, what you must do, because when you go for it, You have to set roots down. So in other words, you can't be vacillating as to if this is really what I want to do. Is this really where I want to spend my time? No. When you're trusting God, he makes you so strong. Amen. And then he gives you the stability that you need because your roots are going deeper and deeper and deeper. And you become stable so that when the storms of life show up, come on somebody, when the winds start blowing, when the desert storm, have you ever been in a desert storm? I'm talking about a sandstorm and I'm talking about the same imagery that when the storms start coming. Hallelujah! Not only will you draw on the God that you know, but you will be so rooted in his word that no weapons formed against you shall prosper, that you will be more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus, that greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world, so that no matter come what may, amen, you will stand in the midst of it all because your roots are being digged deeper, you, it's going, it's extended deeper down into the word so you can stand, saints. Trust makes you stable. A lot of people struggle with this. You won't be jumping from one job to the next. Amen. Every opportunity that comes your way, you're like, that's mine. Every multi-level, I'm, uh, if you were to spend all that energy focusing on God and trusting him, God will give you everything that you need. And he will give you not everything you need, more than you need, but it's about staying where God has planted you. Amen? Watch this. Watch what he says next. He says, not only uh, will your roots be extended by the stream? He says, and you will not what? When the what? See, the God we want is like after I go for it, no heat, no problems, no situations. Everything's just good and grand. that, That ain't how it works. That's not how it works. Because without heat, come on somebody, you can't produce nothing. Amen. But watch what he says. He says, he says, but its leaf will be green. Now I start to think about this. We're in the desert. (laughs) We're by the oasis. Our roots are what? Not uh, running deep. And my leaf when it gets hot every other tree around me. Leaves just falling off. Some of us look like that tree. <laughs> if I shake you, everything gonna fall out of you. If I shake you, listen, you run right back. Amen. To your safety spot. Come on, somebody. You run right back to what you can do, not what you have the potential to do. You got more in you that God has put inside of you, but when the heat comes, when it gets hot, but let me tell you what the word, what, what the imagery again of green leaves have to do with, it has to do with, watch this, the biblical meaning of, of a green leaf is the, the, the fresh leaf is a symbol of prosperity. So when you trust God, hold on, don't put it up yet. First thing you're going to be is what? What did I say? Secure. What's the second thing I say? Let me see if you listen. Strong. Trust in God. What's the third thing? Well, here's the next thing. Put the next thing. What's the next thing? Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. No, stand in the path of sinners. No, walk and sit in the the way of sinners, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night and he will be like a tree planted by the streams of water. And in whatever he does, he what? So if I'm, listen, stop believing all this stuff. Shuba-duba-duba, you put your hand on it and it's booba and you got it. The only way to get it is if you trust God. I'm going to say it one more time. The only way to fill that bank account is if you trust God. The only way to pay them bills is if you trust God. The only way to be more than a conqueror is if you trust God. And if you're not trusting God this morning, I'm trying to help somebody, then you are not going to be successful. I'm trying to tell you not success as the world gives, but success as God gives. And how many know that when God gives you something? Yeah. Yeah. James chapter one says, if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. He said, but when you ask though, bro, he says, do this for me. He says, ask and believe. He said, because the one who asks and don't believe is like a sea, (laughs) amen, that's driven like a wave that's driven and tossed by every wind. he says, he says, you can't have stability if you don't trust God but you definitely can't have success if you're asking God for stuff and you're doubting him and then you're not trusting him. Lord have mercy. Does that make sense? Does that make sense? Listen to this. The green leaf depicts hope. Come on, somebody. The green leaf depicts renewal. The green leaf depicts revival. But dead leaves represents decay and sadness. I don't know how many sad people we got in the house this morning, but I want to tell you something. God wants to change your narrative and all you got to do is declare today, God, I'm going to trust you. I've been holding on to my own, Lord have mercy. I didn't preach that so much time. That's why I didn't go there. He said, I'm not going to lean on my own understanding. But I'm going to trust you, God, because I believe that the success that you have for me will be apparent to everybody else around me, not to prove anything to them, but to testify about how great a God we serve. Do I have anybody? He says, he says, not only that, but he says, and he will not be what? Oh, Lord, because let me tell you something about going for it. Uh, After fear sets in, you start worrying. How am I going to pay these bills? How am I going to pay this doctor bill? How am I going to get through this? I, Pastor, you say I got a tithe? I can't even pay my rent. But when you're trusting God, notice the heat will come. See, this is what we equate God with, right? That when we trust him, he's supposed to change and make things just really good for us. But he says, not only will the heat come, but he says the drought is going to come. So you come to expect some dry seasons. But even in a drought, hello, somebody. I'm going to rhyme for a minute. It's not, you're not going to doubt. <laughs> Amen. He says, he says, and you, and it will not be anxious in the year of drought. So not only... Will you be successful? You'll be still. You'll have a serenity about you. Because watch this, watch this. And, and here's the thing, you'll be ready for every season. See, when you're trusting God, he prepares you for every season. And somebody here, I want to tell you, you're in the fall season of your life. Some of us are in the winter season in your life. Some of you are in the summer seasons in your life. Come on, somebody. But I want to tell somebody here that if you trust God, hallelujah, you, you won't be full of anxiety. You're not going to stay up all night. How many of you, sometimes you're staying up all night thinking about how you're going to pay them bills? How are how you going to make it? How, how are things going to work out for you? But I, I want to help somebody. Listen, when you sit still, You know what sitting still has to do with? It has to do with meditation. It has to do, amen, with not allowing anybody or anything to take your joy. Because, listen, because the God you serve has planted you and you have taken root. Hallelujah. And now you're waiting and you're waiting on him. Not only that, but he says, the last piece of that verse, he says, and that person, that tree, nor cease to yield fruit. Now, this is the most important one of all of them. Not only will you be still. I'm sold out, y'all. Ain't no turning back for me. I've tried them, y'all. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Do I have any sold out people in the house today? And I'm talking about you really sold out. I'm talking about you sold out and you haven't seen nothing yet, but you've seen some things, amen, and you are convinced that the God we serve, hallelujah, he is alive and well, and no matter what happens, the Bible says that this tree, this person that trusts God, Will yield what fruit, and I'm talking about the fruit of your life, the fruit of your lips. Hallelujah! You will start seeing things happen that you've never seen happen before because you know who you're trusting for your success. I'm telling somebody here today that Jeremiah goes on to say in chapter 18, He says, I am the God, is the potter. <laughs> And I am the clay. And no matter what happens, God, if you decide to give me a do-over, I'll take a do-over. Somebody here this morning, you need a do-over. You need a makeover. You need a makeover of your trusting God. You know, when, when it comes down to trusting, the most important thing to us is family, kids, our home, and especially our money. Many people have trust issues with their money. It starts with the bank. We have to make a decision, first of all, which bank to trust. Wells Fargo tripped out. The other, but anyways, you, you know, they start, you, you know, it's it's hard to trust someone with your money. You know what I mean? A lot of us got trust issues with our money. But, but the thing that causes us to trust the bank, it's, The organization called the FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, it is an independent agency of the United States government that protects the funds that we place in the banks. Amen. The FDIC insurance is backed, listen to this, by the full faith and credit of the United States government. But here's the thing. Have you checked the United States credit lately? Let me ask another question. Do you really have full faith in the banking system? Have we forgotten what happened, amen, a couple years back when the federal government needed to bail out the United States. The banks needed to be bailed out by the federal government. Well, when it comes to trusting God, we have no contradictions. His credit is great. We have no need for a bailout because he has closed eyes on his investment. I have full faith that no matter what happens, the God that created everything Is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or think, and he can be trusted no matter what it looks like in good times, in bad times, in dry times, even in the worst times of my life. He's a God that doesn't need insurance. When you have assurance, because the insurance can collapse, but when you have assurance, you can holler like you hear me. You can say, God, I thank you, that I'm going to trust you no matter what it looks like. My roots are being dug deep, and I'm going to hold on to your unchanging hands. Do you have today assurance, because the insurance, will let you down. Give God a hand clap of praise.